Let's turn to the topic now of civil rights. And a great battler for civil rights in this country passed away about a week ago, Julian Bond. You may remember in the 1960s, he was famous. He looked like a moderate voice and face of the civil rights movement. And over the years, he became more and more important chairman of the NAACP uh, for about a dozen years. But he was one of the founders of SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. Those are all famous names. And so is another man from Chicago, Julius Rosenwald. He died in 1932. There is a connection, Julian Bond, Julius Rosenwald, uh, because Julian Bond's in a new film about this multimillionaire, Julius Rosenwald. We're joined by the filmmaker, Aviva Kempner. Your film is called Rosenwald, and, well, Julian Bond is in it because the film is about a rich Jewish man who lived about 100 years ago and did great things. He built schools for, for black people, and Julian Bond was so moved by the Rosenwald story. You interviewed him for your film, Rosenwald. I know he's been a, he was a friend of yours for many years, too. Um, what do you see as the connection between the civil rights work and what this rich man, Rosenwald, did? Twelve years ago, I was on Martha's Vineyard, and I went to a lecture at the Hebrew Center because the civil rights activist Julian Bond was talking, my hero, and the topic was blacks and Jews. So I thought, of course, he's going to talk about the civil rights era. Well, to my surprise, he started talking about the Chicago philanthropist Julius Rosenwald, the head of Sears and Roebuck, who gave away in his lifetime $62 million. Yes, you're hearing that right, which is a billion dollars by today's standards. And a lot of it was geared to African-American causes. The most outstanding was building over 5,300, that's 5,300 schools for African-Americans in the rural South during the Jim Crow period. So Julian Bond was the first person to mention to you that you heard from about Rosenwald. And so that, that, that intrigued you. I know you've made films about Jewish heroes. And so this philanthropist became for you a hero worth featuring. The reason Julian Bond wanted so much to talk about Julius Rosenwald is his own father, when he was younger, had been commissioned by the Rosenwald Fund to check out these schools. He would go from rural area to rural area and write reports on how successful the schools was. May I ask you, may I ask you, was it typical in some way for American Jews, especially considering we're talking about the 1910s, 1920s, American Jews to be interested in the welfare of of young black people? Well, uh, if you look at the original signatures of the NAACP, the call of action in 1919, you will see Julius Rosenwald's rabbi, Emil Hirsch from Chicago. You will see other Jewish Americans that signed it. There were a lot of whites who signed this original call for action for the advancement of colored people. And his rabbi was one of them. uh, Julius Rosenwald also went to synagogue often and heard this rabbi, Emil Hirsch, talk often about how we need to do tikkun olam, which is this principle in Judaism about repairing the world. And it was that that he operated on. Once he got a lot of money, his principle, Julius Rosenwald's principle was always save a third of my money, give away a third of my money and live on the other third. When he decided to help build schools, are we talking about only in southern states? And by the way, how many schools? We're talking about 5,300 schools in the rural south. Over 600,000 African-American children went to Rosenwald schools. And in every school, there was a picture of Julius Rosenwald. Oftentimes, the kids didn't even know who he was. Of course, Abraham Lincoln, who was the great savior, 
ended slavery and Booker T. Washington. Rosenwald's friend who, who gave him the idea. And people like Representative John Lewis had gone to it, the great poet Maya Angelou, the Pulitzer Prize-winning Washington Post journalist Eugene Robinson. It was really an incredible way to up the education value and possibilities for African-American kids during the Jim Crow period. All those people are interviewed in your film, Rosenwald, which also shows uh, that he was, well, the primary financial backer of Chicago's Museum of Science and Industry. Did he want his name on things? The museum's not named the Rosenwald Museum. You know, it's interesting. And many people say to me, how come we don't know this incredible philanthropist in everything he did? He was very shy. He was very unassuming. He didn't want his name on everything. And because it was over 100 years ago, he would only let it be called the Museum of Science and Industry. The Michigan Garden Apartments was a complex that he had built because African-Americans, middle class and upper class, didn't have a good place to live in Chicago. They wanted to call it the Rosenwald. He said, no, Michigan Garden Apartments, now they're being restored. And next year, they're going to be called the Rosenwald Courts. And what I say is not every one of us has the ability to give $62 million away, but everyone can have part of a Rosenwald in us that after they come out of the film, maybe they'll get inspired to get. His motto was give while you live, and I think we should all follow that motto. That's filmmaker Aviva Kempner about her documentary called Rosenwald. Also about your friend who unfortunately has just passed away, civil rights leader Julian Bond. Aviva Kempner, thanks very much. Thanks so much for letting me talk about Rosenwald.